But what I really want is to understand what the next step is. And the best way you can help me is not by sending me congratulations. We don't do this to get pats on the back. We do this to grow our business. Send me a referral. Tell me who you know in your network who is looking for the same benefits of apartment investing. Who's looking to get that passive income, but is too busy to try to figure out all this stuff for themselves. Help me with that. Help me to help somebody else. That's the best thing you could do. So I appreciate the acknowledgement, but the reality is we're all trying to grow a business. We're trying to help people out. As an operator, I know other investors are romanticizing multifamily investing, and I'm looking to learn from other investors' mistakes. I know you are too, and you found the right place. Welcome to Myers Methods Presents Multifamily Missteps. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Multifamily Missteps. This is not going to be your traditional episode. We have the grand opportunity of having my man, John Kasman, in the building. John, how are things up in the natty? Hey, Jerome, things are good, man. Life is good. It's a beautiful day. And, uh, you know, we're excited about where we're at today and where we're headed tomorrow. Man, this guy writes for Black Enterprise. He's got this crazy portfolio. And he just sent me an email, I think it was last week, and said, hey, we just closed, but don't send me a congratulations, right? He said, the work has begun. And I said, whoa, John, I I mean, congratulations, brother. I mean, you should be celebrating. There's an acquisition fee. You completed a raise. You you grew the assets under management. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to get him on the podcast. We're going to record this thing because I think the industry has this thing so backwards. And I really appreciated the email that John sent out because it talks to the realities of actually buying these businesses and hopefully turning them around. Because if you're buying something and it already works perfectly, there really isn't an opportunity for you to create equity. So John, what prompted that email, man? You know, a couple things, man. And first and foremost, let's be honest. Can we just be straight? Like you, as you were not talking, but let's let the audience in, right? Because if you're listening to this show, it's not just because you're interested in being a being an LP, a uh, passive investor, but you are interested in maybe running your own properties, being active, and really just understanding the ins and outs of what it really takes to be a successful multifamily investor. So let's just peel the onion back. You know, I'm gonna just talk, be a little bit candid, and make sure we can give some great value in our discussion. So. What prompted the email is this, okay? And I'm about to drop some fire just off the game. Whenever you have an opportunity to engage your audience, your network, you want to take advantage of that. So in the marketing world, back from my, my corporate days, right? And I came from corporate America. I went from being a corporate, a corporate executive to want, really wanting more flexibility and control over my life and my schedule to being a full-time real estate professional. And in doing that, I learned a lot. So in the corporate days, we did marketing and PR. And when you have your marketing launch, right, you have an opportunity to send out your messages, you have your campaign, you have your key talking points, all of those things. And every business is the same. Whether people know it or not, every business has the same elements. So for us, when we have this deal that we closed, it's also a marketing opportunity. It's an opportunity for us to talk to our audience, to engage people, to let them know who it is that we are, 
what it is that we do. So we wanted to let people know that, yes, we did close on this property, but this is not the cause of celebration unless you're a part of the deal. If you're in the deal, absolutely celebrate. Congratulations. You just signed up for some passive income. You've got some wealth creation vehicles. You got tax benefits signed up. So for those people, congratulations. But if you did not get into that deal and you are looking for those benefits, you want to talk to us. You want to engage. And if you're a peer of mine, I appreciate the congratulations and not, but what I really want is to understand what the next step is. And the best way you can help me is not by sending me congratulations. We don't do this to get pats on the back. We do this to grow our business. Send me a referral. Tell me who you know in your network who is looking for the same benefits of apartment investing. Who's looking to get that passive income, but is too busy to try to figure out all this stuff for themselves. Help me with that. Help me to help somebody else. That's the best thing you could do. So I appreciate the acknowledgement, but the reality is we're all trying to grow a business. We're trying to help people out. And we share our information to do that with those people. So I want people to understand, you know, we, we really like the congratulations, but if you really want to help somebody, you really want to acknowledge them, make an introduction to help figure out who it is that you can connect them to so they can continue to grow their business and you can help somebody else maybe get the benefits they're looking for. So when you first got into the space, right, and I'm not talking about the duplex, I'm talking about after you realize that somebody could do multiple doors and scale a portfolio if they had the right network and had access to deals and so on and so forth, just bringing somebody in to actually participate in the deal. Because people ask me from time to time about raising money and, you know, I, I I do everything joint venture, but, you know, when when it comes to a syndication question, I send folks to my man JC, because I mean, that's what he does. So people are sitting out there like, I don't have all the money. I need to attract high net worth individuals to me so that we could potentially do a deal together. And they don't know what to do or say. What do you tell them? Right? Because once you get one or two, then you can ask for referrals. But how do you get the first one or two? Well, it's tough, right? And it's just like any other business. I think the very first thing and what we do with our clients is we so we coach other active investors who want to syndicate. And what we tell them is the very first step is you have to be clear on who you are uniquely positioned to help. So this isn't about you know just going after doctors and engineers or people who are millionaires and multimillionaires. Who are you uniquely positioned to help? If you can figure that first thing out, it'll start to give you a sense of who you can go after. Now, you might be listening to me say this and say, well, John, I've never done a deal, so I don't know if I'm in a unique position to help anybody. Okay, well, let's start Let's start close. Let's go with your inner circle, family, friends, people in your personal network, church members. Who do you know that could benefit from real estate, from syndication, apartment investing? That's where you start. And it's not necessarily that you go to them and say, hey, come invest with me but you want to leverage those relationships to start building out your network. So that's something we talk about in great detail with all of our clients, because there is a little bit of a science to it where you really want to build out those connections. You do want to develop what it is you want to say. And the best thing I could tell you is you really want to understand how you can help them because you can't help everybody. Some of these people are not looking for that or their risk tolerance just doesn't match it or they don't have the capital. So you really want to understand more about them, their challenges, what they're looking for. And then you got to figure out whether or not apartment investing is a suitable solution. Think about it this way. I like to use the analogy of a a bakery. Let's say say you opened up a bakery, Jerome, and you came to me and said, yo, John, I'm opening up a bakery. 
you know, my most profitable product is a sheet cake. Why don't you buy three sheet cakes from me? I'd probably say, hey, man, love you, dude. Uh, would love to support, but I have absolutely no need to buy three sheet cakes. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, right? I'm not going to do that. So that would be silly of you to come to me like that, right? So instead, what you might do, if you were somewhat savvy, you would say, hey, you know what? I need to get the word out about what I'm doing, but I also need to help people help me. I got to get them halfway there. You know, I can't just say, hey, go get me clients. I got to tell them who ideal clients are. So if I had a bakery, I might go to people and say, hey, you know what? I've got this bakery. You know, we find that people we can really serve are people throwing large gatherings. We 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 specialize in, in, in these sheet cakes and we build them up and we make them super fancy and we, we're real creative with it. So if you know anybody who's having a wedding, an anniversary party, graduation, or another large gathering, I would love an introduction so I could share what we do with them. Okay, you've now just helped me filter out the thousands and thousands of people in my network down to a handful of people. Oh, you know what? Susan's daughter is graduating from high school. You know, maybe maybe you should talk to Susie. Oh, such and such is getting married in the spring. I know that they're starting to go through that process. Maybe you should talk to them. Oh, you know what? Such and such is celebrating a 60th birthday party. You know, maybe you should talk to them. Now I gotta, now I can help you. You've helped me drill that down to specific types of people, specific types of gatherings. And that's the same process that I would go through. So we walk into that in a lot more detail when we're working with our, our clients because we have time to do that. But that's the way you want to think about it, right? Is how do you identify the people you can help? And then you start working out what it what it is exactly you say to them. Okay. 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 So, you know, I'm a study of what John Kasman puts out into the ethosphere, whether it's on social article he's writing. And John said one day, let's be real, man. They don't care about you. It's not about you. Stop talking about yourself. I was like, man, John's he's being a little harsh today. What's going on? And I kept reading. I can't remember if I was reading or watching a video or something. He was like, you got to tell them what's in it for them. I said, oh, wait. So you mean I don't need to get on LinkedIn and talk about how many degrees I have and all this other stuff? Nah. Go down this path, John. I'm not doing it justice. Give the people what they need, man. No, you're doing great, man. You're absolutely right. And it took me a long time to figure that out. And, and what we're talking about here is like, you know, we we call it, you know, this this mindset we get into, right? I uh, forget the word. You're gonna know it. It's it's this imposter syndrome, right? And that's that's the thing. If you haven't done a deal, let's just take it out of real estate. If you you're doing something and you're not a hundred percent sold on yourself, right? It's tough, man. And that's one of the biggest challenges people face when you talk about raising capital or, or work with other people, even interviewing for a job. You know, it's tough if you don't unequivocally believe and know for a fact you're the best person to do something, right? You, you certainly have some reasons to believe, otherwise you wouldn't be pursuing this. But it's tough when you don't have everything in your corner that, that you can point to to say, hey, I've crushed this 20 times. So when you don't have that experience to rely on, you can face a little bit of this imposter syndrome. Well, who am I to be doing this? Well, I've, I've only done X. People over here have done way more than me. They shouldn't be listening to me. I shouldn't start a podcast. Why would people listen to my podcast? All of these different things go through someone's head. And what really helped me, and I have coaches and mentors, and um, I remember when I was going to launch my coaching program, I, I went down with one of my coaches and I laid out what it was, I put together my offer, and I, I put them, every, I sent them the whole package. And I said, all right, 
be honest, man, what do you think? And he's like, listen, I like a lot of it. He says, one thing you're doing is you're talking way too much about yourself. And I'm like, you know, wait a minute. You don't think I need to justify like my experience and my knowledge and my track record and all of these things. And he's like, no, you don't really care. And the thing is, is that people care that you can do what you say you're going to do. They don't care about your resume. They only care about results. So the fact that I spent 15 years in corporate America working for large brands like General Motors, Buick, Nike, Coors Light, Mountain Dew, you know, in my mind, this shows you that I'm a marketing genius. And he's like, man, if you can't show people how you're going to get the marketing results, they don't care. Like, it's cool. It, it qualifies you, right? It, don't get me wrong. It qualifies you. And it's good to qualify so we can check that box, right? And it's just like interview, right? It's a resume. Okay. He checks the qualifications. Now that doesn't tell me you're going to help me do what I need to do. How many times has there been a person hired for a job? They check the qualifications, but the results didn't match up, right? So that's the entry point. So it's not really about you. What you really have to focus on is the other people, how you can help them, you know, what they're looking for. And it's not the same for everybody. I have some clients, some investors who um, are big on the passive income, truly like the distributions and they they want those distributions. They're maybe older, they're living off those distributions. They've got 10 different investments and that's how they fund their lifestyle through retirement. I have other investors who simply want the tax benefits and like, hey, cash flow is fine. But as long as I get these, you know, these paper losses, that's what I'm really looking for. I'm paying six figures in taxes and I don't want to pay that anymore. So if I can save on that, that's what I'm looking for. Have some other investors who are looking for the wealth generation or the legacy aspect of apartment investing. They're good today, but if they can invest in assets that are looking doubled in value over time, over a five or six year period, that's the way they see this thing. It's a legacy wealth builder for them. So everyone's different. And the reason people invest is going to be different across the board. So it's again, it's not about me. If it's about me, I'm still selling you about my marketing background. And you're like, dude, I, anybody ask you about your marketing background? Like, I'm still trying to figure out if you can help me double my wealth over the next 10 years. So it, you got to understand what they're looking for and worry a little bit less about yourself and what you're bringing to the table from that standpoint. A lot of people want to be profitable multifamily operators, but lack the knowledge, deal flow, experience, and capital to be successful. They often try to overcome these challenges out of order, slowing or eliminating their ability to get their next deal done. We've developed a framework that allows them to gain the knowledge they need to find profitable deals. When they do, they create the time and location freedom, as well as the generational wealth they desire for their family. The Myers methods of multifamily investing have proved to be the fastest way to establish credibility and properly grow an apartment portfolio. If you want to know more about our four-step process, jump over to MyersMethods.com to get our free four-step guide to getting into multifamily investing. Let's get back to the episode. That's outstanding. I think it deserves a bomb. So look, man, so somebody's out there they're like, but John, I don't have investors already. I don't know what they want because I don't get to have conversations with them. And I say, okay, hold on for a second. I think John's going to land this plane for you. So when you wrote that email saying, hey, don't send me congratulations, because I'm sure what happened in the past was you closed a deal, you sent it out, and then everybody reply to your email saying, oh, congratulations. Or you posted it on social media and the celebratory, oh, congratulations, falls, you know, 80 million comments and 50,000 likes. And it's like, oh, yeah. But that did nothing to move the business forward, right? Did you have a specific person that you wrote that email to? 
when you say a specific person, do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Your avatar, right? Did you, did you have a person who was like, I'm, I'm thinking about this person when I'm writing this, like I, I it wasn't me. Right. But if it could have been Jerome, like, man, I know what's going to happen when I let Jerome know I close the deal. He's going to start sounding the horns and send a party and everything's going to happen. I don't want that. I want him to send me a referral because he hasn't referred anybody to me. So there, there's a couple of different things here. And the medium is very important. So we'll talk marketing for just a second here. If you go on my Facebook or LinkedIn over the last week or so, you will see posts that I've made about closing on the property. You will see people in the comments saying congratulations throughout it. So I had already had that experience. And in having that experience, when I transitioned from social media to email, I knew that I wanted to engage in a different conversation. So here's what I'm talking about when I talk about the marketing. When I send an email, you're absolutely right. There is a specific message or outcome that I'm hoping to get. I used to send monthly emails, right? The monthly newsletter. And I used to do all that. And I stopped doing it because of what we just talked about before. I'm talking about me, the bills, the business, what we're doing. And I had to step back and ask myself, is this valuable to the person on the other end? There's certainly ways to make it valuable. There's certainly ways to, you know, take every podcast episode and and make it valuable to them. But it's, I mean, the, the reality is, is that everything you do is not going to create value for the other person. So you have you have a range of what you're trying to do. And in this case specifically, one of the main things that I was hoping to get accomplished was really just making someone rethink that process. How many times have you seen someone post just closed? You know, whether it be a realtor, just closed, or an apartment investor, every day you see somebody write just closed. And why do they do that? What do people respond by? You see a bunch of congratulations. You know, uh, the general intent is probably something of the, yeah, I just closed this and look at me, I'm doing great. And I'm great as a real estate investor or a real estate agent. And maybe you should work with me next time. So for me, it was more about just taking another step deeper. This isn't about closing on an apartment building for me. This is about the the people who invested with us who are getting these benefits. And I wanted people to understand that, that again, this isn't about John doing things for John and John's doing great. It can't be about John. It needs to be about you. Why didn't you join me on that deal? What held you back? What beliefs did you have that stopped you from reaching out and asking more about the deal, how it works, investment amounts, those kind of things. So, you know, when you get into those conversations, you have to shift the way people think. And in marketing, particularly email marketing, because we get so many emails a day, one of the things we're always trying to do is we're trying to make people pay attention to us. In order to make people pay attention to us, you have to say things or point out things in a way that maybe they haven't thought about. Now, I'm not a super controversial guy. You write the email, it probably all made sense when you read it. You probably saw that title and that subject line and you were like, dude, like what? Clickbait. Right? That's a clickbait, ladies and gentlemen. You got to open that. So so the thing is, is like, I, and, and I always try to make sure we pay off the value in it, right? We, we try not to write something and then it's, it's not what you thought. Like we, we certainly want to pay it off, but we want to make people think. And that's part of what we have to do is make people think because we're asking people to invest in alternative assets. The name, I mean, real estate is an alternative asset, you know, and when you're talking about an alternative, that means going against the norm, going against what's popular, going against the masses. So if you're trying to convince people 
to consider going against the masses, the normal approach, you have to get people who are open-minded. You have to get people to rethink the what, what they're already doing and reconsider what the options are. And you cannot do that unless you engage them in a conversation, unless you're able to open them up to taking in new information about a better way of doing things. You know, we sent an email a couple of weeks prior to that. And we basically said, you know, if you are saving money right now, you're, you just lost 5.4% of your, your purchase power, you know, inflation is crushing, you know, our savings. So you got money, you got, you got a couple hundred thousand dollars sitting in a savings account right now. You're losing money every day. You're losing money. You're saving money. You're losing money, right? Those are very conflicting things, but saving money is losing money in this market. You have to put your money to work. You have you to find infl- It's the truth. You feelings, saving man. money is losing. This is the truth. This is the problem. We all caught in our feelings and people aren't giving us the facts. The facts are inflation and the cost. The, there's a, a cost product index, I believe it is, CPI. And the index went up 5.4% over the last year. And what that means is the cost of goods went up 5.4%. So you lost 5.4% of your purchase power. So unless your savings account is delivering at least a 5.4% return, you lost money. And at 5.4% return, you just broke even. So, you know, I mean, we talk about real estate like it's risky. Listen, man, if you're, you got to get something that's going to deliver beyond this inflation matter if, if you want to keep money. So just having to sit in a savings right now is probably the worst thing you could do. And I talk, you know, how many, how many big time investors we know that talk about dry powder, right? I've been hearing that for two years, two, three years straight. You got to have dry powder. You got to have dry powder. Look, your dry powder is sitting in a room where there's a hole in the roof and it's raining. <laughs> John dropping bombs on y'all today, man. Listen, I just, I feel like we need to do this more often, man. Look, I, I just enjoy the opportunity to record with you, my brother. I haven't talked to you in a while, but hopefully you're going to be at Mid-Atlanta Multifamily Investing Conference in September. I, I need you to come in and give us some more of that smooth, natty Chicago concoction you have going on, man. So hopefully we could get you on the agenda. Well, you're already on the website. I'm marketing you whether you're in or not. <laughs> hey, man, I'm always happy to come out. Are we? Is it in person this year? We gonna do it in person? No. So you know the crazy part was I was supposed to be speaking in two weeks in person, and they just nixed it. And went to from a two day in person to a uh, virtual one day thing, and so that Delta variant is making yeah. people a little antsy. And yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm scared. I'm waiting till 2022 to do stuff in person. So we uh, we're hosting our third in person meetup this month, and we were you know we talked about the, the Midwest Summit. We did not do one this year because we want to keep it in person. We went virtual last year. We felt like we couldn't replicate the experience. You've got a, an amazing virtual experience, by the way. Thank you. I really, Thank I you. really like the virtual experience you put together with breakout rooms and allowing people to sit at the table and kind of connect. And it, it feels as close to in person and being able to go into a, a hallway and connect with somebody or see their name, or see their face, and go grab five minutes with them. So it feels more like that than just 
uh, a big Zoom call and, you know, you have no like idea that. who's in the room and you don't have a chance to interact. So I really, I enjoy the presentation and the experience you put together. So for anybody who is, who is considering it, it is definitely one of the better events that is out there. And uh, I will certainly make sure we do everything we can to be a part of that. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate the kind words. Give the listeners the last words of wisdom and drop target market insights because I still listen to the podcast every week. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Appreciate it, man. I, I think the biggest thing is this. It's figure out what's holding you back. Figure out what's stopping you from getting to the next step and solve for that. You know, Too often, we think about the cost of something being too much. It's not. And we kind of joke when, um, before we got started about how I was doing. I feel like I am not where I'm supposed to be because certain things I wasn't willing to put, put invest in at the full level that I needed to invest in, whether that's mentorship, whether that's partnerships, whether that's you know the marketing, whether that's uh, anything, right? So you got to go and invest in the things that you need. Align yourself with people who have done it who have been there, who are a few steps ahead of you, who can help you overcome those things. Podcasts are a great way to start. I appreciate you checking out this one. You mentioned my show, Target Market Insights, the multifamily marketing show. We are over 300 so episodes in, and we love to cover both sides of it, right? The marketing to help you become better at connecting with people, you know, building funnels, getting people into your, your network, helping you just attract capital and, and just find deals as well, as well as the multifamily side, you know, making sure you understand what to look for in a market, market research, connect with other investors who are doing a thing and just helping you grow and become a better overall investor. So you can check out Target Market Insights anywhere you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a rating and review. I would love to hear from you. Do the same for this show right here. Jerome is always dropping fire, bringing a great guest. Please leave him, him a rating and review so he knows what you're doing. Appreciate you as a listener. And I hope y'all tune in and step in for next episode. Guys, go subscribe, go rate, go review. Get all of the goods that you can get because I, it's I tell free, you, man. He's dropping his free stuff. The least you could do is go rate and review. That takes you less. It takes like 45 seconds. All right, John, we're going to get out of here to the listeners. The pack's with you. We'll talk soon. You made it to this juncture, so you really love what we shared on this episode of Myers Methods Presents Multifamily Missteps. Do us a favor. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review and share this with somebody who's interested in multifamily investing. Until the next time, the pack is with you.